Welcome in to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock. I'm Thomas Miller. Today, let's talk about a transit that is not yet over, but boy, has it had an impact. Neptune has been transiting through Pisces since 2011. We have been exposed to things like the truth, possibly starseed kids coming in during this aspect. I love what Steve Forrest wrote. When the saints go marching in, that here come the star seeds to, <laughs> for a whole generation of about 15 years of kids born under this very special aspect. And we've had things like the fentanyl crisis, where drugs have become fatal even when unsuspected. Well, Neptune will finally leave Pisces for good in early 2026. You won't see it in there again in your lifetime or mine because it will take about 160 years for it to stick its toe back in those Piscean waters. But between now and the end, so these last few degrees, which are amplified degrees of Pisces, and then as in 2025, Neptune starts to dance with Aries, what's that going to look like? Well, if you start with the idea that Neptune as an archetype. It is a spiritual archetype. What it does is to dissolve slowly. It's been in Pisces for, what, 14 years, 12 years, 13? Almost 15, yeah, by the time it leaves. Almost 15. Yeah. So, and Pisces is its home sign. Pisces is also a sign of dissolving and it happens slowly and sometimes almost imperceptibly dissolving what well in pisces and this is happening globally not only to the nations of the world and the governments of the world but to us as individuals everything and i mean every single thing that civilization as a whole, because this transit applies to the world, everything that we have accepted over the past millennia, accepted as authorities, as the truth and whatnot, is slowly being dissolved before our very eyes. And this has everything to do with trust and with facts and lies. This is very Piscean, all of this. So that as we look around us, We look at the churches in this country, fewer than 50% of Americans go to church every week anymore. First time in history. So religious authorities are slowly dissolving. Governmental authorities that make us mistrust elections and so on. So we're going through, the world is going through an era of confusion and uncertainty and very deliberate propaganda. This is all Pisces and Neptune, propaganda and deception. People are looking for a sense of order and definition and control. And in times like these, historically, the world turns toward authoritarian types very often historically. What Neptune has done, because you mentioned fentanyl, Neptune also rules viruses, and the big one has been COVID, because it stopped the world for about three years. It interfered with shipping and distribution of everything and goods and so on. And what it really did was drive home the unity of the entire human race and, in fact, the entire ecology of the planet. This is all Pisces and Neptune. There's this subliminal, deeply buried sense of doubt, worry, fear, 
fear of contamination, fear of infection, all of these old isms that are coming back. And so personally, we don't know what we want to do, where we're going, where our jobs are going, will they even be there in five years and so on, until we get to Neptune going into Aries and for good, which it does in 2026. In January, it enters Aries. Aries is a sign of new beginnings, and this is going to be for the entire world. And Aries, unfortunately, is a Mars-ruled sign, and it is one of the signs of war. So that's what we're looking at now. If we've learned the message from COVID that we are all interconnected, if a ship's a uh, ship stops shipping in, in China, that means it affects groceries in Des Moines, Iowa. So it doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor, or even where you live, because of that virus, the world learned. No matter who you are, where you live, how much money you have or don't have, you can still get infected with this virus and die. And millions did. So it, it it's supposed to, that virus, have brought us together in a way that makes us recognize our unity as a globe, not just as separate nations. That is another archetype and definition that's going away. It's dying. It's fine to have all these different nations and different cultures and different religions, and so. but as long as we are in tribal wars together... Now, with nuclear weapons, we are a hair's breadth away from destroying civilization. You've know, got the doomsday clock, which is, what, 30 seconds away from midnight at this point. So we're very close to having a nuclear, uh, the beginning of a nuclear event. So we all have to live with that stuff permanently. But it really won't be until 2026 that the world... I think, including us as individuals, will at least have a sense of we have come through a really near tragedy in civilization. And you watch what happens. I mean, you can't help but be collective to some extent with this. This is Neptune. It's a collective archetype. We are talking about something in the collective. Absolutely. And yet a lot of us have experienced this Neptune and Pisces kind of whether we know it or not. And I've just I've been reflecting on this my own self because I have loved Neptune being at home. And when you were talking there, I just thought about, wow, we have Neptune, the second slowest moving planet and Pluto, the slowest moving planet both tracking through the last three or four degrees of respective signs. Pluto is revisiting the last three degrees of Capricorn for the last time. Neptune is basically in the last three degrees of Pisces for what will be the last time, although it takes a while to to get on out, as you said. And by the way, I've put a chart of Neptune at zero degrees Aries. It's January 26, 2026, if you'd like to take a look at that, just for reference in there. But I've thought about this relative to my own path. It seems to me that the spiritual connection with Neptune and Pisces has been so strong over these last several years. And I know a lot of other people that listen to this have felt so connected, so plugged in, lots of intuitive downloads, lots of directional things. Some people kind of feel like they may know where we're headed or where they're headed. Paths have become more clear. 
I'm going to miss Neptune in Plute in Pisces. I like it. <laughs> like, I just want to stop the chart right here. Well, get Pluto out of Capricorn, and then we can stop the chart. I'm like, okay, I'm good with this. We can just stay right here, right? But no, it keeps moving. So I'm just wondering, when it moves into Aries, what's that going to mean for those of us who have received spiritual guidance, healing, nurturing, uh, the pipeline has been wide open. Is that going to cut off, and are we going to have to get back in there and roll our sleeves up and go put to work what we've learned over these last 15 years? Well, yeah, but we always do have to do that every day. But I'll tell you the big difference, and you're absolutely right. Neptune's transit through Pisces, look what it's done just in America that we know about. There has been such a resurgence of true spirituality. The public today, the majority of the American public, will say, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Now, that was not true until the Pew polls of this year. And so they're getting into things like astrology and metaphysics. And it's been true for me. I've been in this business 58 years, so I can see the waves and crests and troughs and so on. And this is absolutely a crest that's been rising, I think, for at least uh, 10 years, maybe a little longer, probably really since Neptune did enter Pisces. But there is this kind kind of spiritual resurgence in this country, especially among young people. Uh, And so we're seeing churches being split up, a lot of them over gay and lesbian issues and so on. But we're watching that process, which is very Neptunian too. And Neptune in Aries, Aries is a tremendously spiritual sign, but it's also an activist sign in a way that Pisces is not. Pisces is content to be in the background and talk about these things in our particular groups and so on. But here suddenly it's going in Neptune, going into Aries. It gives a much greater sense of mission. And so you watch what happens when Neptune goes into Aries. It is a sign of potentially a sign of war. And it is a sign of activism. And people, as a result, I think we're going to see a lot more activism, but it's going to be on both sides. Aries is Mars ruled. It rules guns, knives, weapons, wars, violence, all those things. It does rule those. It also, Aries, rules pro-action, positive action, fighting for something as opposed to fighting against something. So it's always more efficient to fight for, let's say, democracy rather than fighting against fascism. You see the difference? Well, and let's take our own work right here. So what about like we're building this? We've been building these podcasts and courses and the astrology community and the readings that have been coming to you. This is all under Pisces. This is all under the Kumbaya water sign. What happens when we pivot this corner for like the work that we're doing or other spiritual practitioners who have gotten into some kind of work during Neptune and Pisces? What's that going to look like for them when Neptune turns the corner into Aries? Well, you know, you keep hearing this phrase, the new age. This was prominent when I was coming up back in the 60s. New age astrology, new age metaphysics. Well, this really is a new age with Neptune going into Aries. This is a brand new age, and it is a much, it's going going to be youth-driven. These are the people of the adults of tomorrow. Let's face it, so it's fascinating to me to watch where, say, the under 30 and under generation stands on religion today. 
because they are espousing more and more spirituality. Younger people today don't, as a rule, generally speaking, are not bothered by the same hang-ups and restrictions over gay and lesbian. I just was reading something, I guess, yesterday about, I forget which church it is. They're now making a concentrated effort to include gays and lesbians in their services. And of course, this is driving some congregations crazy. But the younger demographic doesn't have that same problem with this sort of fluid sexuality that older generations have. So that, too, is changing. Uh, So we can see as individuals that all of these uh, structures of authority that we've depended on to give definition and meaning to our lives are suddenly, we're seeing headlines, they're corrupt as hell, all of them. And that's unnerving. But it throws us back on ourselves, doesn't it? It forces us to see, well, is there some greater meaning underneath or above all of this that's happening? And of course, there is. Every civilization transforms and changes over time. And we're in the midst of a major epoch in human history, really. And I'm assuming that we're going to survive. Uh, (laughs) We'll try. (laughs) I may be optimistic. Stephen Hawking only gave us another thousand years. Well, that'll be more than you and I need. (laughs) And other scientists have given us less than that. And this is happening at the same time that Pluto is entering Aquarius. In fact, when Neptune finally does enter Aries for the last time and begins its trek through, Pluto will be three degrees into Aquarius. So we'll already have that Plutonian influence in Aquarius. And that's going to be it. I don't know. To me, I guess I'm getting excited here looking at this because it looks like what it's going to be is for those of us on our spiritual path who are doing spiritual work. And this is our focus. And this is our heart that this is going to be a tremendous opportunity. I think so, too. Something else I'm very aware of, I don't know if you are, but this whole Pluto going into Aquarius and and computers, which is Aquarius, of course. Today, as we know, on this planet, Amazonian tribes people have cell phones, they have televisions, they may have a 50-foot or 100-foot extension cord, but they can watch television in the communal tribal hut. So even Amazon tribesmen, who we think of as being so primitive are actually hooked up to the global brain, to the internet. You see couples in restaurants, married couples, who don't talk to each other. They're each glued to their cell phones, having lunch together. So we have integrated technology already into our brain waves, and now we are entering a really radical new era where we're going to increasingly integrate technology and biology. And we're becoming less physically interactive and more air sign interactive, mentally interactive through these electronic devices that connect us, which, by the way, are totally dependent on the electronic grid. If some enemy takes out the satellites, then boom, there go the cell phones and televisions and everything else. So this is where we're at now as a huge collective, not just France or Germany and America and Spain and Italy and South America, the separate countries warring with each other. That's an old paradigm of how civilization is to exist. This is really the first time in history, human history, where we have had a global electronic brain called the internet. We are instantly connected with each other so that news, you know, used to take 
three weeks to travel around the world. Now it's, it's instant. It's a whole different way of living. And it's interesting to me to watch people becoming more detached from each other than they used to be. Well, I'm hoping that what it does is that it allows through that global brain for things like the spirituality of astrology in this direction to be pushed out to that Amazonian boat runner (laughs) that has his cell phone in hand, and he's looking at his chart, and he understands his aspects, because it looks to me like that the work that has been birthed under Pisces is going to be able to be pushed out to unbelievable, unimaginable heights that we can't even fathom right now. This is going to be an exciting time. It is. It is. And I'm glad to hear you say that because I think so, too. All right. Good deal. Well, thank you for this. And if you'd like to check in with Robert, certainly check our show notes because his reading information is in there. Love our Discord channel. What a great conversation that's going on there. That direct link is in there. It's also at the top of the funastrology.com website. It's totally free. Kristen Lawhead is the ringmaster there and she will take really good care of you just announce yourself when you come in and there's an awesome conversation going on there thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you next time on old soul new soul astrology podcast with robert glasscock